0: It's time for another episode of the Daily K Podcast on KTTV.com with your host, Kendrick Thomas. bridging the gap between the school and community, here's KT. What to do, KTTV? This is KT, and I'm coming at you live with another episode of the Daily K Podcast. And on today's Wellness Wednesday episode, huh, I have the founder. Of Sisters Cafe and the author of the best version of you, Miss Gladys Bowden. How you doing nice. tonight, Miss Glad? I'm good. How are you? Look, I am very excited to have you on. You know, it's always good when I can go home and talk to somebody who's doing amazing things for my family and for my people at the house. Nice. So I'm ecstatic. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as this is a Wellness Wednesday, before we jump into things, I like to always do a wellness check. So how are you and how have you been doing uh during this crazy pandemic
1: um i'm good i'm good thanks for asking um through the pandemic i think i've been okay
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think i've been okay now the aside from all the disaster that it caused and the deaths and you know my heart goes out to people who have lost which we have lost people in our family as well from COVID, and my heart goes out to everybody who has but on the flip side, yeah. it made me be still.
0: Mm.
1: It was the only thing, <laughs> the only thing I think in the world that caused me to be still. And I'm I kind of liked it. Yeah. I, I liked the online everything, working from home. Now I worked through the whole pandemic, so I was able to go out, no traffic,
0: mm-hmm. nobody
1: at McDonald's nobody in the grocery store. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Church was online. I didn't have to go nowhere. I I was feeling that like for real I was. So that was the good thing out of it. But yes, I, of course, I would have never wanted
0: it, of course, because of
1: the disaster and the hurt that has caused most people.
0: Mm, I can dig that. Um, Mm -hmm. Like I said, as I, as I went through uh, the beginning of the pandemic, I remember just setting up so many shows, uh, reaching educators just around the world, uh, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and saying, "Okay, well, how are you all shifting? What are you all doing to work online?" And so I think about reaching out still to some of those educators till this day. They're still at the house. Uh, right. Some of them said, "We're just gonna go full time online." So, <laughs> man, it, it did make you sit down for a little while. You, you um, had no choice and gather you yourself. No, no movies, no, movies yes. no mall, no dinner, no nothing. Yes. And the killing part is I don't think we would ever, hopefully not in, under those conditions, uh, get that opportunity, you know, to just take some time. I think about so many entrepreneurs came out on the other side of this. So many people who really found out what their purpose was by taking time right. with themselves. Right. Right. Yes.
1: And it, it was amazing. But we um, it, it taught us how to do things differently. Yeah, You can either shut down your business or you can figure out how to do it. You can either yeah. continue with your podcast or your show or you figure out another way to do it. And we figured out another way to get it done. So that part I thought was amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, I was doing shows. I think um, the week before I-, I was doing some STEM stuff with um uh, Legos and and uh, the Lego League, and so they were coming and we were doing these competition. I was emceeing. Next week, the whole world shut off. But I, I think about it, I was doing my my podcast in person. I was working it. And okay. All of a sudden, but look, we still here. I like this. Now I'm in report. I love it. Yeah, that's it. You know, you so, can reach people this way. I mean, think about it. Doing
1: in-person podcasts and shows, that's in-person, or you're paying somebody to come through. Mm-hmm. Right now, we can reach anybody, anywhere, for any time. Yeah. And it broad- it broadens our horizon. I love, oh, it. Yeah. I
0: love I, it. I'm telling you, we're here. So mm-hmm. jumping into, uh, and I see the background back there, the best version of me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so thinking about uh, just you and, and getting into a little bit of background about you. So moving from Cali to Shreveport, Louisiana, Represent
1: out Cali, hey.
0: all the day. so you're thinking about that fresh start, fresh scenery. Uh, talk to me a little bit about your background and what prompted that move.
1: Um, the move was something I felt like I needed to do for me, I really felt stuck, really, really stuck, kind of like enclosed. It was, it was ridiculous. And I didn't realize it was getting worse and worse. And it was like, it's got to be something else other than this. But my biggest thing was I wanted to see what I was outside of being the pastor's kid, the church administrator, mommy. I wanted to see what else I had dreams and goals before I had kids. I had dreams and goals. I was trying to build when I had the children and growing, raising them, but I needed to know what I could do. Yeah. I needed to know and I thought a fresh aspect. It's not so much of the scenery. Yes, I like the seasons. It don't snow in California. Yeah. Well, not in San Diego anyway. <laughs> you know, we don't we don't get the fall summer. It's just, you know, it's bright, it's sunny, it rains, it might mm. be cold a little bit, but it's back to being California. It's California.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so the change of scenery also provided me a change of people atmosphere I got to come out here and see what I could be yeah there's nobody around and say oh ain't you the pastor's kid oh <laughs> didn't you used to do this oh you, weren't you married to you know none of that mm. I get to come out and make a I get to choose who I want to be you see mm. what I'm saying I got to choose that and I thought it was it, it was amazing um the hardest part for me was to leave the boys mm. You know, that that had to, that was big. That was big to leave my children. And shout out to my children, Gary, Deontay, and Milton, Destiny, and my baby Harmony. Shout out to you guys, I love you. But I felt that that was the first step to being the best me. Yeah. It had, I, I had to know what I could do. Yeah. Not only that, I felt that the door was open. There was an opportunity right then Right there, the door was open. If I didn't step through it, I would end up doing the same thing I'm doing for the next 40 years. Mm. And that scared me more than leaving and making the change. Doing the same thing for the rest of my entire life, it, it is scary to me. Yeah. It's so scary. And I don't, don't want to do that. I don't want to check back 10 years from now, 15 years, and I'm doing the same exact thing. No, sir.
0: I'll see it. Mm, I seen you got that uh that that plug in that too. when you say I need to be the best virgin. I seen that that shameless plug. Look.
1: But you know what? I'm gonna be honest, it's not even a plug anymore. Yeah. It's a movement for yeah. real.
0: That's it.
1: It's a movement, it's something I strive to be every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not just writing about it, I'm not just wearing a t-shirt. I'm I'm doing it. Yeah. And that's something I work on every day. There's always room for improvement. Always mm-hmm. room for improvement and that's where,
0: that's where i'll be at mm-hmm. yeah I, I remember thinking about that uh that les brown clip you know and he said um practice makes perfect and he said um undo that thinking right because you can always better your best. you can you know you can always get better <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. so uh uh peter and darlene Armstrong, with they said uh hello guys hey all right now uh-huh yeah right. they say just Always, I'm getting better. So now you touched down in Shreveport. I did. We got we got the casino. We got that. uh, I don't know what maybe (laughs) what what it was. All I know, I'm old school Pete Harris. We see we got the Tartar Sauce. We got Southern Made Donut. How was it when you touched down in Shreveport, Louisiana?
1: Well, I mean, a little history. My my grand my grandma was born here. Okay. My mom was born here. Then they moved to the West Coast. So I've been coming to Shreveport once a year up until I was 16, yeah. in which I graduated from high school and then went to the military. So I've been here. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so some moved to the West Coast, but all the grandma's siblings' kids, 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 kids are here. Yeah. And then my baby sister moved here, so I, it's not like I just showed up on a boat yeah. and I don't know where I'm going. You know, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it's folks here. I, I got a city full of folks, so. And uh, my my uh, friend LaKeisha, she calls it a PK when she say preachers kid, right? But <laughs> coming up in the church, um, you know, thinking about the ministry of the Sisters Cafe like goes hand in hand, right? Right. So talk to us about uh, Sisters Cafe uh, and what exactly do you do as you serve women?
1: Okay, so Sisters Cafe started. It started as what I thought was filling a need. So this started back in, I did a proposal to the church about 2001. And that's when I first presented it to my pastor at the time. So the goal was to fill the gap. You got your youth department and then you got missionary department. I mean, what happens to us in between? You know, we don't, at 25, 35, I don't want to be a missionary. I don't. I'm not ready to be, I shouldn't say that. I'm not ready to be up there yet <laughs> with the missionaries. And I just felt like we were leaving out the gap of the 35 to 65 year olds. Mm-hmm. What do we do? Who do we go to? What do we, what do we get to do? So that's how it started. Mm-hmm. It didn't turn into a show till later on. Yeah. You know, it was a means of, Sisters, I don't care if you are the first lady, the deaconess, the preacher, the pastor, whatever. When we come to the table, we sisters. Mm-hmm. Titles mean nothing, not that we don't respect it, mm-hmm. we absolutely respect your title. However, that's not what we hear from right now. It's to empower, to uplift, it's for me to be able to say something crazy is going on, like there was nobody to go tell. You know, I had like an issue if I wanted to have questions about raising my boys and maybe I thought it was off or it was weird that I like this one and this one and this one get on my nerve like real bad. You know, if, instead of me thinking something's wrong with me, I wanted to create a space where another mother could say, baby, that's normal. Mm-hmm. It was nice to hear somebody say, I had that issue and I did this. You know, it wasn't just a condemning or you don't like your kids. You're going straight to hell. It it was it was none of that. It was a safe place for us to grow, for us to become better people, for us to become whole for Christ. That was the whole purpose is for us to be okay and not think that something is seriously wrong with our relationship with God when our thoughts don't line up. Teach me what to do with it. How can I deal with this? You know what I mean? You got people who are single, they've been married and now they're single. Who can I run to and tell that, "Hey, I need some help over here." Yeah. You know, safely by the way. Safely without thinking something is wrong. And that's what Sister's Cafe was created for, to bridge the gap. Um it wasn't until later on where it became, "Okay, you know what? Let me be the voice for them." Cuz prior to 40, I wouldn't say nothing. I, I couldn't. I, you, you can't say that. You can't do that. You can't be like that. You can't think that. So after 40, I didn't care no more. Yeah.
0: Hold and on, I thought, me.
1: how many other women are suffering in silence? In silence. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? They don't think they can say anything because you walk in and you think, oh, people were born into Christ. <laughs> they were born. They weren't. Yeah. They weren't. They had to practice it just like you do. They had to pray just like you do. So it was just an area for us to come together and help one another and build one another up. That's what Sister Cafe is. It's when my sister wins, I win. That means if I build a company, you got a job. Mm -hmm. I got a car, you got a ride. I got a house, you got somewhere to stay. I got some chicken, you got dinner. That's what it is. When my sister wins, I win. And that's what it is.
0: Look i gotta I'm gonna go through these comments, uh I mean when I was talking about the food and you say uh, about the southern maid now nah, let let's say am hungry? let's see how uh, destiny say, Hey, Gladys, so proud of you, you are my hero, my phenomenal woman. Shout out to the sisters cafe um Woo! and what Ray said safely is the key word without judgment um, right I right. agree, I agree, you gotta create right. safe spaces um even as I work with my young men uh, uh, at school, you know, it's all about, like I say, that's part of our pledge just creating a safe space uh, with confidentiality, all those pieces, right? Um, so awesome work that you're doing. How did you, so when you got ready to take it to the show and now is, you create the podcast, how often do you do it?
1: Um, I try to do it once a week. Okay, but once it, a week. it didn't start off that way. Yeah. When I moved here, it was radio first. I did radio Sisters Cafe radio for two years. And then you know, that's that's a little pricey when you get radio time. But then what was happening was I had sponsors and shout out to the sponsors that I had. I appreciate them, but it just wasn't a consistency. Yeah. So when I learned that the podcast, yes, there's some cost to it, but it's way less expensive. I thought, let me go on the switch. And there's no it's it's my show. You see what I'm saying? I don't nobody gets to say, oh, don't say that. Don't talk about that. Don't bring up I could talk about Jesus all day long. It's my show. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I like the podcast freedom mm-hmm. of it. And I like that I get to control it. Yeah. You know, not that I'm a control person, but I like mm-hmm. that I can control it. I get to make it how I want it. And it was the best thing ever. I wish I would have mm-hmm. known about it before.
0: Yeah, and what goes into picking out the uh the guests? You know, when you think about the women empowerment, um, uh, is it a certain like network or how's that happen?
1: It's not. Generally, that's what I usually do. Most people be like, "Well, you didn't like this on Facebook." I'm working. <laughs> I'm on Facebook and I'm looking. If something is interesting or it falls in line with what I'm trying to do, yeah, then I absolutely I reach out. Yeah. I definitely reach out, if and vice versa. If I see somebody who's trying to empower people or help people, then I offer my services as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's no, it's no particular person. And just for the record, this is I know a sisters' cafe, but it is not just for the sisters. It's not okay. It's not. Brothers are very welcome because I think what we talk about, the things we talk about, applies to everybody. Being the best version of you is not just for women. It's for men as well. I know the book is pink. I get that. But and I got a few shout out to all my brothers who have bought their book. I appreciate you. But, yeah, it's not just it's not just for men.
0: Speaking of diving into the work um, and and talking about the book. So people who struggle and this was a good one for me because um, I, I know in the words, it says for people who struggle with being loyal to others over themselves. Right, um, and you know, I think about uh, women, but moreover, black women in our community and that maternal and and the background of that. Uh, so, what was the motivation for the book, and was there really a personal story that kind of pushed you into this penmanship? It was. It was. Um,
1: it didn't. It didn't set out to write a book. Um, it was a form of therapy for me. Um, and a little bit of history, um a lot of things that I was dealing with, like I said, I felt like I was being smothered like suffocated where I was. I had to change, but I've never been by myself before, never I've always had either siblings and then I went to the military, so there's a whole bunch of people there, and then I had kids, and I you know well, got married, had some kids, and i've just I've never ever been by myself this gave me the opportunity to sit in that at first i kind of fought it and struggled with it because what was happening is when you learn to be by yourself and you give your times yourself time to sit in it there's are things that's gonna come up that you suppressed a long time ago all those things you swept under the rug all those hurts that you was like yeah never mind I ain't got time for it all that surfaces because you have nothing else to distract you So I had to do a self-check. So it started out with me writing what was going on with me. And it was just a means of therapy. Then it turned into like this pity party pamphlet. (laughs) This person did this to me. You know, and I was just, I'm crying and I'm mad and all kinds of stuff. And I thought, what good does this do? If you write all this in your pity, somebody else is going through this somebody else is going to find themselves in the pages of this book absolutely are going to find themselves why not help somebody yeah. and it took me a long time i had like 10 uh, book names and i put them all on the wall i had them on the wall and every other day i'd be like eh, not that much that's how i chose my book name but i'm like you know what this is what this is It's self-development. It's self-love. It's self-awareness. This is me trying to be the best I can be. Because I wanted to be the best I can be so I can be what I need to other people. I can't be the best mom if I'm wilding out in my head. I can't. And granted, my babies are grown, but I still can be the best mom. You know what I mean? Do you know how amazing it is when my children say something to me right now like, Mom, I'm proud of you. Or I hear them shout out, oh, my mom did this or my mom. That is the most amazing feeling in the entire world. And I want to be that. I want to be the best church member. I want to be the best wife. I want to be the best friend I can be. But if I don't get all this together, how can I be that? Yeah, most definitely. So that's what it was. I spent years being what people wanted me to be. I just adapt in my head. Now thinking about it, that's crazy. That means I'm creating personalities for whoever I got to be around. That's psycho in my head. I mean, when I'm with this person, I'm like this and this person needs me to be this way. And this, the kids need me to be this way. And the church people need me to be this way. That's, That's bananas. And at the end of the day, one, I was extremely unhappy, extremely depressed extremely just not there. And two, they talk about you anyway when you don't do it anymore. <laughs> so you did all that for what? For what? Why not just do what makes you happy? I
0: can dig From it. From junk. Uh, man. So that's- hey. Ooh. Ooh, look, so hold on. I'm going to get to some comments. And then my next question is, that that one's going to take you for a loop then. Oh, uh, so David Lyon, excellent points made. Uh, safe spaces are important, so uh, most definitely, man. I, I think that's the only way you can really get people to, uh, you know, kind of let their guard down. But you only get free once your guard is down, and you become Absolutely. vulnerable. You Absolutely, yeah. So, um, Destiny says, "I like how she talks about the subjects. The main thing is no judgment. Amen. We live in a society that's politically correct, and judgment. Uh, this is the great area that is needed. Awesome work. I can dig it." Uh Life Hacks Would Live when she said, I love this. Uh, right? That's real. Most definitely.
1: And I was going to say, think about it, too. We, we, we're we doing all this to please people, right? Yeah. And when you think about it for real, you're the only person
0: you're going to die with. Amen. So why not make you happy? Like, for real? Yeah, for real but now this is the question. When I do that, and that was my next question. Some we believe that doing what's best for them is selfish and they feel guilty, right? Yeah. So now, how does your book, if (laughs) if it touches on this, does it even cover how to help them like not feel guilty about working to be the best version, which sometimes (laughs) leads people to the wayside?
1: It does. But A, first of all, the best thing to do is not compare your situation to anybody else. First and foremost, what works for me might not work for you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And of course, you want to create a balance. You want you don't want to create more chaos than you already got. But um, it took me about forty years <laughs> to figure it out. But I was that person. Yeah. And when I, I'm not gonna lie and say I don't have to remember. Okay, take care of yourself because I my goal my first heart is to take care of somebody else. Yeah. It's natural. It's natural, but when I learned that people will use you up. They'll just keep using, keep taking, keep asking, keep you know, and you are left with okay. nothing. You're left empty and exhausted. You can't get so you're going to go help somebody clean their house, but your house look a wreck. So when you get done cleaning their house, and this is just an example because it's a whole bunch of things, you get done helping them clean their house. Now you come home and you sitting here like, "Well, who gonna help me clean this?" You know, you don't even have any more energy for yourself. And that's one of the things the book talks about is the value of no. You have to say no to other people so you can say yes to yourself. It's not selfish. It's not selfish, it is necessary. One of the things that I learned, and yes, for me, I'm, I'm a little hard-headed. I don't know if anybody else out there is hard-headed. I am, so it took sickness to shake me out of that. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was so stressed. Literally, I got vertigo, Bell's palsy, my face was distorted. And I thought, God, for real? <laughs> you just, that's my face. Yeah. You know, I got to do book covers and podcasts. Lord, my face is crooked. You know, but I just, I heard, be still. Sit down somewhere. Stop just going. I just keep saying yes and yes and yes and yes and yes. And guess what? Could nobody that I helped help me fix my face?
0: Come on now.
1: Nobody. I had to do that on my own with myself. So it got to the point where, no, sir. Right now I'm better at saying no. And for those because no no is a bad word. It was such a bad word to me. Such a bad word. Because not only do I not like to hear the word no, I don't like to say the word no. So it just kind of got to the point where it's too expensive. If it's too expensive, and I mean emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, if it's too expensive and money. If it's too expensive, I can't do it.
0: Well, definitely.
1: I can't do, I can't afford huh. to be empty like that. I can't, I can't. So that's, that's what it is. If they're guilty, I'll just start little, yeah. just start little. And what, what is self time for you might not be self time for me. And it could be anything. It can be mani pedis. It can be going for a walk. It could be watching a movie. It could be going to treat yourself to some ice cream. And one of my personal favorites, it could be doing nothing at all. Just nothing. Don't I don't want my phone to ring. I just want to put on a good movie. And I've probably seen it like six times already. I just want to watch it again in peace. That's the way I treat myself. Yeah. Do nothing. Yeah. So you have to start small. You have to start small. And again, still working on that. Because I'll see something like the other day, I saw a watch I wanted, but I was like, oh, yeah, but that grandbaby need, you know, she got two parents. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody going to buy me my watch. (laughs) Somebody's going to get her what she needs. But we have to think about those things. We're so quick to help and that's nothing wrong with helping, but it just can't be at the expense of your mental that leaves you with. Regret. It leaves you with feeling rejected. It feels. It. It makes you bitter. It. Ooh. It. Ooh. it is it, it. it makes mm-hmm. you really bitter. Like I just thought about how bitter that makes you when you're pleasing everybody else, and you have to go home and sit in that. Yeah. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Practice. Oh,
0: no. um, um Lil said your uh, th- authenticity is so refreshing. <laughs> Um and, and Ray touched on something that, that's cool. She says, OK, to be selfish, uh, especially when you have given so much of yourself to others over the years. You right. cannot pour from an empty cup. Right. Amen. You can't. You Amen.
1: can't. And let me use this example because I do. I do use it in the book mm-hmm. is I didn't understand. I remember the first plane ride I had with my baby. He had to be. I just had him. So he had to be a couple of weeks old but they were given the instructions to what happens if the cabin loses air, you know, the mask falls down, you put your mask on first and then put it on your loved one. And I remember sitting there, I'm like, they crazy. I'm gonna make sure my baby is covered. And then I will worry about me. And I did for years, I'm like, I ain't listening to them, they crazy. Until I thought about if I run out of breath, and I said it with an F, if I run out of breath,
0: breath.
1: I can get the mask to my baby, what good did I do? Yeah. It's the same concept. If we don't take care of ourselves, we cannot take care of the people we love. If I pass out trying to put this mask on my baby, guess what? Not only do I die, my baby dies. Yeah. So yes, cover the baby, put it on yourself, but you have to take care of yourself. You have to take care of yourself first mm. so that you can do what you need to do for others. Yeah. So remember that next time you think it's selfish because you're going to go get a pedicure or beard massage in your case, I guess. Hey, hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> I'm just, just think about it that way. It don't have to. Don't get me wrong. Don't go gambling and spend all your money on your rent in your house. I'm just saying do little things for you. If you can mm-hmm. afford to go do something, go do it. But you don't have to break the bank. You don't have to go into debt. You don't have to do none of that. You know what I mean? Just do a little something for yourself.
0: Now, we talked also about the uh, expo. Yes, we did. So so I want to hear more about what's the plan for the expo and uh, just where you at in the process. Okay. Well, I can't be giving up all my secrets. Okay. okay. But
1: what I did was I shot out a video. It was so cool to me. So I shot out like a Mission Impossible video, uh, told them what I needed, where I needed them to meet me. And this message was self-destruct and five, four, three. So it was amazing. So what I had them do was send me their email address if they were interested. So I told them, if they choose to accept this mission, meet me at such and such place at such and such time. So that's where the process is. I shot it out to the people I thought would, you know, that I know can help. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, I'm not close to that. I'm trying to build mm-hmm. a commitment of people that are full of resources and knowledge and intelligence and creativity, because this thing needs to be on point Mm -hmm. on point. So the best version of me expo 2022 is just what it says. It's a place to walk in and we are teaching you and giving you things and resources and knowledge and tools to be the best version of you. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. So it's, I am excited. Like, Oh my God, like big, big excited. But it's, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. So that's where I'm in in the process, just getting okay. the team together so mm-hmm. that we can start pulling resources together.
0: And, and are you doing, um, will it be women only or will it be, uh, what, what is it, cold it's, something? The
1: best version of me is for everybody.
0: Everybody. Everybody.
1: I, but I no, it's, it's, it's open because I believe men get left out sometimes. Yes. And I apologize for making everything pink, but I like pink. But it's for everybody. It is for everybody. We forget that they need to be the best version of themselves as well. We forget that they have mental and physical and emotional struggles, the spiritual struggles, just like we do. Mm -hmm. We forget they're human. That is what we forget. And they're human as well. As much as we like to think they're just big he-mans and she-mans and I guess not she-mans, Iron Man's and Thor's and all that. Yeah. They're human. Thank you. you. Guys are human.
0: I appreciate that. Oh, Because, of, yeah. hey. <laughs> so now, after that, you're going to start kind of looking for what the vendors and speakers. Yeah. So we're going to,
1: I mean, and I'll put that out there. We're going yeah. to need vendors, exhibitors, um, volunteers. Mm. I'm doing sponsorship packages. Um, all that kind of stuff. So, yes, yeah. donations. Anything so all that is gonna be going out to people. Um I'm ex yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, Printing graphic I am looking for a graphic designer. Yeah. so I put a I put a filler out there for a graphic designer. So if you're interested, just hit me up with your rate sheet um at sisterscafeinc at gmail.com. Um,
0: or just do and- the website. As we get ready to close it out, um, this comment takes us right into my next and last point. I'm still learning and is still trying to be more for myself. And I agree with this. Man, that's why you got to sit down sometime. I see my body <laughs> shutting down a lot more and I'm only 30. Ooh, come on, that's, slow that thing down. This yeah. book and therapy helps one step at a time. You can love God and get help.
1: Come yes. on now. yes.
0: You better say that destiny. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, and, and that that brings me to um like I said closing out. You think about that woman who's drowning who who you wrote that book for. Um and and it may be some words that you've already said but just to reiterate any points that you have. Okay. How does this woman get up? Get out of the rut, put herself first and become the best version of her. What's the okay. first step?
1: I'm not going to give all the details. I'm going to just give her five ways. Yeah. And If she needs some details or if he needs some details, I'm going to need you to go to the website and get the book. But one, invest in yourself. Two, do not skip over the process. That's actually number one. Don't skip the process. Invest in yourself. Learn the value of no. Four is check your squad. Check who you with, who you around, your environment. That's check your squad. And five, learn how to absolutely clap for yourself. I'm going to leave it at that. You want to know more? You can either hit me up or you can go ahead and get the book because I I do cafe sessions as well. Mm. We can do group things. You know, we got the show on YouTube. So it's just various ways you can find me and we can discuss this in detail. Mm. Now tell us where we
0: can find you at.
1: Well, the easiest way to tell you is to go to the website www.sisterscafeinc.com. That's sisterscafeinc.com. There you can get the link to the podcast, the YouTube channel, Solo Mojo, which is the singles community, you can buy the book, you can buy the t-shirts, you can do all of that. You can read the blog. All of that is in the um even you can find me Facebook, all that. All that information is on the website. So just go there and take a look. Yeah. Browse around. Leave a little message. Let me know you were there. And you can also subscribe to the website. And that way, when there's updates and blogs and events, it'll just shoot you an email automatically. Yeah.
0: Well, I sure appreciate you for uh, coming on. Drop so much uh, knowledge to the audience. Big shouts out to everybody who participated.
1: Absolutely. Can I do that real quick? Y'all shout out yeah. to everybody that got on. Darlene, Destiny, Damien. And if I forgot anybody or didn't see them, I'm so sorry. But everybody who jumped on, who shared this post, who decided to subscribe, y'all subscribe to the podcast, his yep. podcast. And that way you can see what he got going on yep. as
0: well. But yep. thank you. guys, We love it. All right. Well, that will do it for us. Um, I look forward to talking soon. I'll be home, check the expo, and then we'll get a little Southern classic. All right. you All right, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> this is KT for KTTV signing out. 100. This is Darnell with Broadcast Houston. This is Dr. Tamara Beckford. Hey, this is Candice. This is London Underwood. This is Kirsten Bass with Inner City Greens, and you're watching.
1: Y'all are now tuned in to KTTV. 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 Is that right?